Welcome to Starring You. This podcast is dedicated to helping you thrive after your nine to five by sharing career, digital marketing, productivity, and technology tips and tricks to help you successfully launch your side hustle. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. I have the pleasure of speaking with Larry and Tamaja, Somerville owners of Titan Right Hair. Their company is focused on creating innovative hair technologies such as the fitness cap and mobile system, which is going to help you improve the ease of maintaining your style. For all of my ladies who wish you could work out without sweating out your hair, listen up because this episode is definitely for you. Welcome to the show, Larry and Tamaja. Thanks, Tasha. Thank you. Yeah, glad to be here. Thank you. Th- thank you so much again for coming on the show. Why don't you guys take a minute to tell tell us about yourselves? Okay, well, um, I'll let my wife go first. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I was born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland, Maryland, and uh, I have a Bachelor's of Science in Biology. I've done research at the Naval Research Lab, Johns Hopkins, Kennedy Krieger. Um, I have my master's in education from Regent University. I'm currently in the doctoral program. I don't generally um, express too much of that uh, because that those last parts don't really, um, that, that last edu- education portion doesn't really have to do with um, uh, what we've been doing. Okay. Okay. All right. And so why did you guys decide to start Titan Right Hair? Well, for me, um, we wanted to we wanted to allow women to have access to this technology that um, we came up with, and really the idea came to me as I was seeing my wife work out after we, you know, after we first got married, and and I just noticed that when she would get her hair, you know, pressed with flat iron, and then she would go work out, it would just be a waste of money, you know. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I, I wanted to, um, I felt that I had my ability and my power to do something about it. You know, my background is in engineering. At the time, I was working as a nuclear engineer for the Department of Defense. Oh, wow. I've been around some um, technologies and had to solve some problems in industry that had to deal with moisture uh, and, and, and different things like that and, and air and trying to remove moisture out. It was just different things that I had to solve in nuclear engineering that kind of kind of pointed me in the direction of solving this problem in the hair care industry for women everywhere, firstly for my wife and then for women everywhere. Oh my goodness. Can I just say, totally appreciate the initiative that you took to, <laughs> because I, as a natural, um, I, I'm a natural as well. And it's, it's, it can be incredibly frustrating to even bother thinking about, okay, I'm going to go get my hair straightened just because you want like a different style and yeah, you're right. It kind of is a waste of money. And especially with me, because I have like fight the power type of curls. So um, <laughs> <laughs> like, like literally they have like their own little, they're holding up their own little fists at the end of the, little, <laughs> like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> oh my goodness. So for those of us that may not have seen the actual product, can you explain how the fitness cap and mobile system work? Yes, um, in a in a general sense, what it does is you you wear it. Um, it actually looks the wearable portion actually looks like a hat. Um, you wear it, and it's a two part system. 
one part is like a head, uh, and it could be various types of head, whether it be um, the primary one that we're pushing right now is the fitness cap. So it looks like a um, like a fitness baseball type cap with a broom that you will wear when you were working out, maybe on a treadmill or running. And um, basically we have an air delivery system that um, generates, um, that moves air at a high velocity through a network of ducts built inside the fitness cap. And it generates cooling, force the sweat to evaporate quickly. And so it has dehumidification elements to it and um, adsorptive materials built in. And so it basically cools and dehumidifies your hair, which prevents moisture infiltration. So you can keep that style just a little bit longer. Wow. Okay. I, I And again, that's a, a lot of technology over my head, but the end result, that's what I liked. I saw your video with you on the treadmill. I've seen your video with you running outside, and which is near and dear to my heart because I enjoy running and biking and all that stuff. So it looks um, like the system is quite lightweight too, right? Yeah, yes, definitely. For So you, you did see uh, the different, the various options that we have. One of them, uh, the mobile system that you're talking about, yes, um, it is lightweight. I can wear, you know, just like a backpack and run uh, with it with no problem. It's, it's really extremely um, easy to use and, and light back there. With the other system that you saw when I was just kind of running on the treadmill, that was um, an insight to uh, when we're looking into doing the, uh, the license agreements with fitness uh, centers where all you have to do is have the cap and you can plug directly into a, a actual treadmill or fit, fitness equipment. And then if you saw the last one, uh, which is more my speed, is the home unit. I prefer to, to work out at home. Um, uh, the home unit uh, with that one, um, I could just wear it. The, the cord extension gives me a lot of flexibility. I can also use it like in the shower, not the same hat. It's a different connection hat uh, piece, but you know, as you know, especially if you get that um, silk press um, in the shower, uh, a lot of times that humidity will get to, that the steam will get to our roots and kind of mess it up there, but that preserve, uh, that can preserve us as well as far as um, having that additional connection um, for head spreader. Definitely. Definitely. And actually, I, I failed to see the, the shower cap one. I don't think I saw that one. So I definitely can't wait to see that one. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to see that one. Okay. So the next couple of questions are a little bit more fun and allow us a chance to get to know you a little bit better. So tell us, what is a day in the life of an inventor feels like? Because again, you two are super, super smart and a lot and possess a lot of knowledge that quite frankly I think the majority of us do not have but we wish we did so let us in and how it feels to be a day in the life of an inventor okay I'll take this one first and I know my wife um, is chomping at the bit over here on this one <laughs> our experiences are similar but different um so by us being a startup we're still at a place now where we're really um we're really looking to get market entry so we need people to know about the product we need women to know what it's going to do for them and we need them to say that they want it in a fitness center so that they can get into the fitness center so we're really working extremely hard uh we have two kids and um and i'm still uh, working on my uh, i still work at a full-time job as well 
Um, as business takes off a little bit more, I would um, have to come off of that job to be able to put more time into the company. But right now, because that time hasn't come yet, what I do is I'm working ten, nine hours a day normally unless I'm doing some overtime, solving a lot of engineering type problems on my job. Um, I'm a senior level um, general engineer at my job, so it's a pretty demanding job. And, um, and then, of course, business happens during the day, and other people are doing their jobs during the day while I'm doing my job at my job. And so, you know, I have to take off work many days. Um, when I get home, you know, I definitely make sure I spend time with my family, my wife. Uh, we also are very involved in our church as well. Mm -hmm. um, and we also um, do a lot in the ministry. So we do that as well. So I just have to make sure that I make time for everything and that I maintain the proper balance. So when I get home, the kids say, Daddy, Daddy. Then my wife is there, and we eat together, and then it's business. And then we're, she's on her laptop, I'm on my phone or on my laptop, and we're working to the late hours of the night sometimes, 10, 12, uh, 2, or later, <laughs> or whatever is necessary. Definitely, Tasha. I'm just coming up with my word to say busy. It's extremely busy. Okay. Yeah, I actually, you know what? It, it sounds like it's very similar to you're describing the entrepreneurial lifestyle. So being an inventor, I was just curious if there was like a whole nother extra layer and it, it, you know, having that other knowledge that you guys possess. So sounds like you guys are living the entrepreneurial life. And as someone who also works a nine to five, I completely understand where you guys are coming from mm -hmm. um, in terms of having to answer, you know, your, your phone calls. And I'm sure it's probably your lunches are pretty busy too with your side hustle stuff, right? Because I don't know if you're like me. <laughs> That's funny. I have one of my and I and I don't go around my job normally broadcasting what I'm doing. Just sure. Yes. Don't everybody saying, "Oh, you're a little tired today, huh?" Well, oh, exactly. well, I guess. Yeah, I don't want any of that. But ironically, one of my 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 old boss texted me uh, yesterday, and he says, "Oh man, hey, congratulations, Mr. CEO. I hope to see you on Shark Tank." <laughs> And I said, how did you see that? <laughs> so some people at work may know about it now because of that, but that's fine, you know, but that yeah. was funny, I thought. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. It's I, I try to keep my stuff a little low key because you never know. Um, I don't know about you guys, but like if people, certain people find out, you kind of like, oh my goodness, this is causing unnecessary stress. So I'm with you on keeping things as yes. low key as possible. Exactly. But if people find out, they find out because that's actually yeah. a good thing, right? Absolutely. I'm not against them finding out, but yeah. I'm not going there and say, oh, look at my uh, video. Yeah. Look, look at that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that, you never know. That jealousy will come in <laughs> at the weirdest times. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's true. So let me ask you guys, what is your favorite type of exercise and why? Well, for me, um, I've always enjoyed exercising, but uh, I guess a lot of what I enjoyed doing was um, free weights, um, free weight exercises. As I've gotten a little bit older, um, I, you know, I still like free weights, but I like to incorporate more of the um, the pulley system type exercises because it gives you, you know, a great deal of control for the exercises that you're doing. So, I mean, I do cardio, but I'm a big weightlifter kind of guy. Okay. 
that's kind of why I like it. Well, for me, I love um, dance moves. So anything that uh, is a lot of movement that causes me to sweat. When we were doing the the first prototyping, I was wearing the the hat, the fitness cap, and I had the system, and I was doing Thai bow. And so if I'm not like sweating and drenched, I really don't feel like I'm doing anything. And if I'm if if that's not the case, if I don't sweat, it has to be something where like my abs are being engaged and afterwards I'm feeling sore so I know that I've been doing something it has to be an imprint that I know I've worked out I'm doing something here you know what okay so you are a girl after my own heart because that is exactly how I feel like I can't I have tried yoga I have tried Pilates. <laughs> you know what? It just wasn't for me. I love dance fitness and actually mm. I love it so much. I'm actually, I'm, I'm certified to teach Zumba. So I actually, oh, nice. Zumba. and I love boxing and martial arts. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Being hot here. Yes. I love, uh, yeah. If I'm not sweating, I'm kind of like, okay, this is a waste of my time. Why right. are you doing this? Because I have nothing to show for it. Like, I don't know. It's just, I've always been that way, too. I'm very active. And actually, that brings me to a question that I probably should have asked earlier. Mm-hmm. If you guys were able to describe your ideal customer for Titan Right Hair, who would that be? Would that be someone like you or me? Or who would that be for you guys? I would say that the, the ideal customer, the target customer, would be women who work out and and design a carefree solution to maintaining a salon quality style. So um, I, I imagine um, a woman who gets their hair done and um, and wants to be fit. And basically what he just now said. So really anyone, and that can be on different levels or, or can be attacked on different fronts. And so I think that that's also why we have different types of systems. So you have the one that's that's like you, who likes to, you know, you like to get your hair done. You like to look nice. You you um, have to continue, whether you get your hair pressed or whether you wear it um, um, curly, you, have to, you want to look professional, you know, throughout the rest of the week, throughout the rest of your days. And you don't want to um, you you want to care for your hair in the process. You know you don't want to get um, heat damage and different things like that. And so someone who um, has a um, a desire uh, a hair care you know feel for their hair a hair care or maintenance in appearance as well as um, a health um, goal in mind. And I think that it will um, help those individuals. Okay. Great, great answer. Yeah. I, I just thought I would piggyback off of that since we were talking about exercise and yeah. I, I was thinking that that would be the type of customer that you were looking for. So thank you for that one. And definitely, I know I've got my handheld eye. I mean, <laughs> I saw that product and I'm like, oh my goodness, how is, I mean, people need to know about this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, when we were actually doing research, when we first started to try to figure out who that that target market was, it really broadened a lot. But one of the things was I I had seen some eye-opening just research or information concerning particularly um, the African-American community, U.S. in particular, but um, the the obesity issue that we were kind of dealing with. And one of the main hurdles to overcome was that hair maintenance. You know, people who had to go to work, look professional day after day after day could not um, 
they, they invested in their hair. And so other areas had to suffer like fitness or hair. They had to make a decision. And so we wanted to make that decision easier with um, continuing on a fitness goal or, or, you know, toward um, a healthy lifestyle and being able to um, keep up that appearance throughout, throughout the week, throughout their days at work and everything as well. Definitely, definitely. And my background is actually in marketing communications with oh, wow. special emphasis on research. So you are absolutely right on that. Awesome. <laughs> I actually worked at a hair care company. So it, it's astonishing to me that people would actually put their health on the back burner. Yep, yep. But they do. And it's astonishing to me that a lot of us still, that's why I was so encouraged and excited when I saw your product. You know, we've got African-Americans making other products because a lot of these products are not owned by our community. And on top of that, our, our community also does not own a lot of the stores too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was super excited to be and honored that you guys decided to come on the show. So I'm very excited about that. So yeah. And you know, we're, we're from Baltimore too. So in every shopping center in Baltimore City, especially, it's always a beauty supply store, it's a ton of salons. And I grew up around that industry, you know, my entire life. My mom has been in that industry. My mom has been a um, national educator for John Paul Mitchell. She worked on state board in various capacities and been inspectors and all kinds of stuff. So I've been around it my whole life. And it's just I'm glad that I was very, I, I'm an engineer and I'm an inventor and I have a lot of other inventions, but I was very excited to present this one to our community. And I just hope our community responds and um, is excited about it because you're right, when we go through Baltimore City uh, or any other city or neighborhood, most of their marketing is towards us and we're giving them all of our money. And I'm glad that they're doing well too, but I think that some of us should be able to uh, benefit from the things that we bring to the market. We drive that market. That market is affected by what we do. Oh, you're, you're absolutely right. Actually, um, again, I, I worked for a hair care company. So I, I know firsthand that the majority of the beauty supply stores are actually owned by Korean Americans. And uh-huh. I, I've actually gone to the wholesale shops and I know how things work behind the scenes. I mean, that is one tight-knit community. Yes, it is. Absolutely. You cannot start a store unless you're a part of the association. And on top of that, if you decide to go rogue and start your own beauty supply store without getting the blessing of one of the Korean business associations, you're going to have a hard time trying to fill product for that store. Absolutely. I've been to Atlanta. I've been to the wholesale shops where, you know, a lot of the retailers go and it's it's absolutely amazing to me. I mean, I'm like, why can't we figure this out? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I don't understand it. it. It's very, very organized how they do everything. Yep. And, and I'm happy for them being organized, but we got to support. We got to support each other. They're, they're selling all the stuff that we buy. I know. And we're, I know. Not, and we're not, I mean, we're benefiting from being able to buy it, but, you know, I'm, we got to support each other as well. Exactly, exactly. And, and another thing that I was thinking about too, that's why I was so excited when I saw your product is because I really foresee this product being sold in like salons too, like that could encourage people to exercise. There's so many different benefits that I see from your 
from your tool, you know, that could help spur the conversation about health and wellness and all that other stuff. Like I just see a lot with your, your cap and fitness system. I don't know. That's me. I don't know. I just see a lot. No, absolutely. We actually have a, a lot of our feedback um, come from the stylists, like a lot of positive feedback, like, oh my gosh, all my, my um, clients come in. This is what they ask me about. How can I preserve it? I want to do um, Zumba. I want to exercise. I want to do this, that. What can I do to preserve, you know, to make this style last and do that? So I don't have to wait till just Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Saturday, you know, to to mm -hmm. work out. Exactly. And also to my to my professional sisters out there who work very hard to get to where they are, and the amount of pressure that's on them to fit into a certain image is astronomical, and um, it's just a lot of pressure. And, that's true. Um, yeah. And I want them to have the freedom and liberty to do their hair the way they want to do it. I don't want them to feel like they have to go get the creamy crack because it didn't work out doing it the natural way, you know. Yeah. One of the things that our um, community really prides itself on and we enjoy is versatility with our hair. Sometimes we may want to press it out. Sometimes we may want to wear it curly or maybe we only want to wear it curly. But that should be our decision and it shouldn't be something that's placed on us unduly. Oh, my goodness. I hope everybody heard that. <laughs> I, I, I cannot agree more with that statement because a lot of pressure is placed on people and it's just ridiculous that so many people just put health on the back burner and, and let that peer pressure get to them. I refuse to. I, I was just like, I'm not doing this. So yeah, I, I man, I, I cannot agree with you more on that statement. So all right, so getting back to some more of the fun, lighthearted questions. If you guys could acquire any skill right now, what would it be and why? I'll answer that. It will be the skill to do everything because I'm always having to pay people. <laughs> so, so you're done with outsourcing. <laughs> Man. All right. and I appreciate outsourcing. I mean, I know you can't. It's not good to try to do everything, and so I just try some things I've had to learn just because I've had to learn, and I'm I'm definitely more than willing to put those in the hands of capable people. Sure, sure, definitely. And Tamaja, what would yours be? I, I don't know if it's a skill, but Larry is very direct, and so I think I could get a little bit more of that rubbed on me in some way, you know, um, it's just a skill to me. It's a strength uh, that he has that I would love um, to acquire. And so maybe being around him and just being married to him, hopefully a little bit of that would, would rub on me. I guess it's a part of confidence and humility uh, together that allows him to be so, be able to be so direct and, and gracious with that. So I, um, I would love that skill. That's a good one. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So next question. If you guys could freeze any moment in your life, what moment would you choose and why? Um, I'll answer that one. For me, um, every moment is fleeting and, you know, it's worth savoring, whether it's lessons and um, experiences or whether it's joy and happiness. But I think relaxing time they seem to be extra short-lived and so it's 
specifically that I could think of, but a time of relaxation. I would take that and freeze that and kind of bask in it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And how about for you, Larry? For me, um, it just it seems like I've had so many different seasons and times in this short time that I've been here. But um, like my wife said, those relaxing moments are nice. Um, uh, I try to enjoy, I try my best to be content in each season, which is sometimes a challenge because we're always trying to find pleasure in the next place that we're going. And then we're always trying to seek after a fulfillment that's going to come with something that we're going to do later. And then we miss the opportunity to really savor what's happening at the moment. And so I do my best to try to cherish those who are around me, try to uh, enjoy each moment and try to live a fulfilled life in each season. And it is a challenge because we all have goals and things that we aspire to do. But um, each moment that I'm with my family, each moment that I'm with my, you know, just, just walking in purpose, fulfilling assignments, is a moment that's worth savoring. And those are fond memories that I cherish in my mind all the time. Nice, nice. I, I I love that, and I agree with both of you on those, on the moments that you chose because that I that's what I think about in my life too. I, I'm not gonna lie, I would like to skip those hardship times. Those could be on the back burner. <laughs> yeah, Give me sunshine. I hear you. <laughs> All right. So imagine being stranded on a desert island. What would you miss the most and why? So even though for me, I enjoy, like I've always enjoyed like a long time, I would definitely miss family. I'm a very family oriented person. I, I can enjoy a long time. However, just people, you know, the diversity of others and what they bring and um, you know, I don't know if I would be able to survive. I mean, I'm sure we could do anything if we put our minds to it, but building shelter and everything, it's just harder to do things by myself um, because we need one another. We were created, you know, for relationship and, and to glean from the things that other people bring. So just people, I suppose, is what I would miss. Okay. Same here. I guess I would be thinking the same thing. Um... You wouldn't see anybody. It would be just you by yourself. When Adam was in the garden, God said it's not good for man to be alone. He made some uh, fellowship for him, compassion for him. And, um, I just, yeah, I would be thinking about all the times that I had with my family, and you know, I probably would be just realizing what I took for granted. Definitely, I. And I would be engineering something to get me back <laughs> to where I needed to be. <laughs> I was going to say, you would be like the most craftiest person on a deserted island. Like, <laughs> you would figure out how to get the shelter and everything together. I, I would be struggling. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you guys, it has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. So last but not least, I wanted to ask you guys, what's the best piece of advice that you have for aspiring bloggers and entrepreneurs? <laughs> uh, I, would say, I would say, know your purpose in life. I would say if you can tap into that, 
then you'll be able to tap into joy and wealth and that there's an answer. Each person carries an answer in them that only they can bring. So you have an answer in you that only you can bring. And just because you're met with any adversity um, while you're bringing it doesn't mean that you should stop. So continue until that purpose is realized. Definitely. Definitely. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. And Larry, do you have anything to add to that? Yes. Um, I would say be full of purpose, not full of excuses. It's a ton of people that have excuses and they all stink, you know, <laughs> they're monuments of nothing. That's however you want to put it. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, surely, uh, there's going to be challenges when you try to do something, especially when it's something that no one's done before, when it's just something that's in your heart and maybe it's an innovation or just something that you aspire to do. I would also say, uh, don't worry about what is outside of your power. Be, be, be aware of it, but, and don't make excuses about what you don't have. Actually focus on what is it that you do have? What is that? And what is in your power? What is in your hand? And do something with your ability that you have in your hand. A lot of times we're waiting for uh, what someone else uh, maybe can do for us, or sometimes we're waiting for, uh, or, we, or we're looking at other people and what they may have, and, and, and then and looking at all those things, sometimes we forget what is it that we have. You know, we just have to be mindful of what we have in our power, the abilities that we've received from the Lord, and just using those abilities and, and in movement. You know, it's nice to have ideas. You want to think things through, and you want to plot out a plan, but you can't move forward until you actually take that first step. And it's one step at a time, but you have to take those steps to get to the destined place. And this, you know, and you just have to continue to press and you can't allow yourself to be hindered by anything or anybody that tries to get in the way. You have to keep that vision before you and you have to be inspired by it yourself. And you have to see yourself already there even before you get there and then you can make it. I love that. I, I, I love that so much. Both of you, I love the answers. Totally, totally, totally. Again, just wanted to thank you guys so much for coming on the show. And if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way that they can find out more about Titan Right Hair and to get in touch with you? Yeah, Tasha, thank you for having us. We're very comfortable. Um, you know, you know, reach out to us. And uh, if they wanted to get in touch with us, uh, we can be, our, our rather, <laughs> our website is hair. Dot com, uh, email info at titanrighthair.com. And currently, we do have our uh, Kickstarter on for another week. If you want to um, support uh, Black owned business, if you want to support uh, the promotion for health, if you um, purchase or pre order rather a system or mobile system, you can can get yours um, as well today. And so I, I really thank you for this opportunity. Uh, we really appreciate it. Yes, Tasha, we definitely appreciate this and we definitely enjoyed this interview. And um, look forward to hearing, continuing to see and hear good things and great things from you. Uh, thank you guys so much. The honor and pleasure was all of mine. Thank you guys so much again. And guys, just so you know, all of their information is also going to be on my website as well in case you weren't able to catch it during the episode. So again, be sure to check out my website too. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I'm confident that my side hustle of helping others to invest in themselves 
via my YouTube channel, this podcast, and most importantly, my online courses can be of assistance to you. If you enjoy Starring News Podcast, please consider becoming a supporter by donating to help offset the cost of producing this show. Be sure to check out Starring News Ultimate Social Media Content Calendar. Remember, if you're everything to everyone, then you risk being no one. You never know who you may inspire. See you in the next episode.